The motorsports world is where legends are made. The unthinkable happens and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor with Jim Beaver. Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All right, we got another pandemic special coming at you this week from the home studio here. Uh, but uh, yeah, this week got a couple of uh, uh, some banger guests and best of. Uh, this is a fun show. We got uh, Ron Caps, who has become the face of iRacing. He's also one of the baddest drag racers on the planet. Yeah, he's on the show this week. We got Camp Peterson, who is the best short course sim racer in the entire world. Yeah, he is here after his big World Cup win a couple of weeks ago. And then in our best of, we got my good friend Ryan Arciero. Anytime Ryan's on air, you know it's going to be a good time. And then we've got one of the GOATs, one of the greatest of all time, probably top five ever on a dirt bike, Mr. Showtime, Mr. Jeremy McGrath in a best of interview on the show as well. Man, Caps, McGrath, Arciero, Camp Peterson, boom. We are locked and loaded here. Two hours of fun on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks to everybody tuning in on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211. And also all of you tuning in on Sports Byline USA, the American Forces Network, downanddirtyshow.com, Podcast One, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, thank you. We, have, uh, we are going to have a whole hell of a lot of fun today. Speaking of a whole lot of fun, before we get into the interviews, the guests, and all the fun coming at you today on the show, I want to mention I got a new show that's coming out. It's on podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, excuse me. It is called All Things Awesome. It's with my good friend Jonathan Coyle. A lot of you know him from Instagram and the fitness industry. Uh, maybe you saw him on e, uh, on Total Divas on E. Yeah, he's the guy that's married to Natalie Eva Marie, who is uh, another good friend of mine. We dropped something called All Things Awesome. It is the best of 80s in season number one. We got the best 80s movies and worst of. Uh, also, video games, cartoons, and a whole hell of a lot more. Go and subscribe over there on Apple Podcasts to All Things Awesome with Jim Beaver and Jonathan Coyle. You won't be disappointed. Please leave a rating or a review while you are there. But shifting gears, we are going to take a short break. And then coming up in hour number one, yes, it is Ron Caps and it is Cam Peterson. So it is going to be a whole lot of fun right here in hour number one. Don't go anywhere. We got your next two hours planned for you right here on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm R.J. Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode. 
beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, uh, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with my uh, buddy Ron Caps. Ron, uh, I got to say, a lot of people are sitting at home right now, but uh, you may be sitting at home, but you've been busier than most uh, during, uh, during this quarantine, man. You're doing a whole hell of a lot of driving, buddy. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's it's crazy because I was I've been involved with iRacing kind of since they started way back in the day and um who would have thought what, you know, with all this pandemic going on that it would turn into what it's turned into with really opening everybody's eyes, but I mean, you know as well as I do, it's been fun every time they've added a new a new car or race car to iRacing like uh the off-road trucks was were just we we couldn't believe it when we heard that they were thinking about it and then same with the sprint cars, the winged sprint cars and the midgets, same thing. And I got to be part of that beta team. So it's been fun to watch it progress, but um, it's really kept us busy. You know, I I flew home from that race, got canceled in Florida, and I knew right away what I'd be doing if we were going to be stuck at home. So I was out in the garage on my simulator on uh, on my iRacing right away. Yeah, well, you know, and, and that being said, let's go back to that. I mean, you guys were there. You're ready to go. And I know IndyCar was there in, uh, what, St. Pete, and uh, they kind of pulled the plug on that, uh, you know, right, right about the same time. Drivers are kind of there, and they just kind of rebooted everything. And here's a question for you. I mean, IndyCar, I don't want to say fortunate because nobody's fortunate in this, but they hadn't started their season yet, right? They were They were there at their – their first event, but I look at a guy like you, I mean, you guys got a couple of rounds under your belt. You went there and, and, you know, you were in Phoenix, you're in Pomona, and then it's like a big pause. I mean, you know, how does that affect you? Because you guys were just getting going, kind of starting to get in the groove of things. Things are starting to mesh, you know, it's a long off season, you know, and then all of a sudden, boop, pump the brakes, you know, let's pause for a few months. We'll go back in June. You know, I mean, how does that work? I mean, it's part of you wish, oh man, we, I I wish we wouldn't have had those two races or do you feel like it was, you know, it, it may have been good just to kind of blow the rust off and you'll be ready to go back racing in June. Well, I think it was good. I mean, it was nice to uh, to kind of get our start. We, unfortunately, our Napa team, we had the trailer fire on the way to the West Coast. Uh, they ended up burning up a lot of our stuff and, and damaging a couple of bodies and cars. So that was on the way to preseason testing. So my teammates got to do the preseason testing. I went over there and had no race car to drive, so I did some media stuff. But I was kind of jonesing to get behind the wheel watching everybody else uh, make runs. Uh, it's weird, man. Our season, especially with our countdown to the championship, when that last six races happens between September and November, it, it seems like it ages you 10 years in that three months. It's crazy. Uh, there's so much pressure and so much going on that when the season's over and the day after the banquet in Hollywood, you just don't want to see anything. You don't want to be at a racetrack. You're so burned out from the stress that's involved that you just want to chill and be away from a race car for a while. So you get through the holidays, and then you're kind of ready to get back in it when it comes time to get ready for Pomona. Um, so it was weird to go to Pomona, go to Phoenix, and then be in a lull like this. It's, it seems like it's sort of an extended off season. But we're, we're okay in points, and we did well the first couple, considering. But my guys needed a, a break to get back to Indy and, and sort of go through all the burned-up stuff from the fire and, and get our, our equipment ready. But our guys have the car ready. It's in the trailer and ready to go to Gainesville uh, if we're allowed to go racing in June. Yeah, well, and you know, and if we're allowed to go racing, you know, I, I'm looking at things going Gainesville, Gator Nats in June. That's going to be a warm one, Ron. Yeah, there's, there's a few that they moved around the schedule that it's going to be – 
definitely warmer situations. But, you know, for me, Ron Tobler, he's an old-school crew chief, and uh, I I love – those demanding kind of conditions where we see the heat and the humidity, the, the track temperatures that are 130 degrees plus, uh, because it really, um, cool conditions, you know, unlike a lot of them, I guess for us drag racing, when it's cool out and the track's cool and the weather's nice and nice and brisk, uh, it, these motors, they'll make 11,000 plus horsepower. And it sort of, it, it, uh, it evens everybody out. Like anybody can go up there and throw all the power at it and it's probably going to stick and make a run. Whereas you get these conditions where it's so hot and humid and tricky, it really takes a really good crew chief to set the car up. And it takes a really good driver to do what he's got to do to make sure the car gets to the finish line. So it's really a team effort. And I, I, I love that kind of thing. I love those summer months when we're grinding out these hot temperatures and tricky racetracks and, uh, and because at the end of the day, Jim, you're standing in the winter circle and, and you felt like you really, really earned it. Like you, you really came together as a team to get past these, you know, not just beating other good teams. You got past these adverse conditions and uh, it's, it's more gratifying. Yeah, and you know what? It really blew my mind. And I've been around NHRA for a while and spent a lot of time in the, in the pits and stuff like that. And I was out there at Phoenix and, uh, um, you know, I, I went with uh, Steve Torrance in their hauler, and they started kind of really opening opening the books and kind of showing me clutch technology and weights and just these little nuances. I mean, things that, you know, passerbys wouldn't even notice. And, I mean, it makes a huge difference for you guys in, in Funny Car and Top Fuel. And I, I guess, like, you know, I, I think people hear Crew Chief and they think NASCAR, and it's a guy that stands in the box and calls some shots and things like that. But when you really dive into uh, NHRA, I think a lot of people take this, you know, 300-plus miles an hour for granted. But I, I got to see some stuff that, you know, as a guy that I would say knows the sport pretty well, it really blew my mind. I mean, just how fine-tuned your crews are, you know, with every last little adjustment on these cars to get them to go that fast. And, I mean, one slight adjustment can mean a massive, you know, amount of time on the track. Yeah. If if the normal fan really uh, – man, if they realize how many things have to go right for that car to even go down the track – just to make a, a decent run, not counting a run that's that's number one qualifier or or quickest of the round, it, it's everything's got to be so perfect. But you back up and and you got to look at the crew guys. You've got eight crew guys that work on these things. They've all got a job. They've got to put this thing together flawlessly. I mean, it's got to be perfect for the crew chief has a chance to set that car up. Otherwise, he he couldn't set the car up to do what he wants it to do. And then you take it another step, and the driver. Unlike, you know, and, and I think you and I have talked about this, you know, drag racing is different in, in a lot of ways. But the biggest part is when I go do these other races uh, in other race cars, one thing about drag racing is we don't we can't make, make up a bad lap or, or we can't we don't have the, the we don't have the privilege of saying, man, I messed up that one. I'm going to make another lap and I'm going to make up for it. You. You go out there and you have 3.8 seconds to make a decision in the car to either do something right or wrong. It doesn't matter, but you don't have the luxury of saying, oh, I didn't make the right choice, but the next lap I'll do better. And that's kind of a, it's a tough thing. It's, it's tough to swallow when you don't make the right decision, whatever it might be, pedal the car, catch it if it's smoking the tires, don't keep it in the groove, little things like that, that really it'll haunt you. And, uh, and you really got to learn to let it go because it, it's so, uh, God, it's so important to go up there and make the right choice. And, and unfortunately, we make the right choice, and then you got to live with it. So that's the tough part about drag racing is everything's got to be so perfect, like you said, mechanically. And then the driver's got to go up there, and basically the team gives you the car, and they say, all right, here you go. It's set up as good as we can set it up. Do not mess it up. And that's sort of... The, the difference, I think, than, than most motorsports. Well, and you know one thing that I've found really, really interesting about NHRA drivers, and, uh, you know, I, I don't think that uh, you guys get the credit you deserve as far as your driving skills. I think a lot of people, outsiders looking in, think you just point and shoot, and you know what I mean? And, and you know, you're just pushing the gas. But, you know, I, you know I've seen videos of in-car and how much driving you're actually doing. But, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to, to watch what you do in, in other racing, racing, but in real life. And I've had Antron and Steve 
leave, uh, you know, in my razor out with me. I've, I've been razor riding with uh, Leah Pruitt. And I got to tell you, Ron, I mean, NHRA drivers, by and large, everything I've seen, I mean, you guys have some legit race car driving skills. I mean, that, that extends far past what you would, uh, you know, what you would think an NHRA driver would have. What do, what do you credit that to? Well, for me, uh, you know, you look at, like, the guy that I think is the most talented driver for sure talented race car driver in NHRA would be Doug Coletta. And I watched him as a kid and USAC midgets and really anything he jumped in. He was phenomenal with car control. Uh, being the Coletta family, he's always been in drag racing, but whenever we've gone off and raced dirt stuff, he is unbelievable still to this day. But you look at Antron, you look at Steve, and for me personally, I, I've always had this love for whatever it might be, motorsports, and that comes from my dad. He 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 worked on a Can Am car when I was a kid. He uh, he helped build sprint car engines for guys that lived in our area. And, and so, uh, besides drag racing, I would tag along with my dad, and I always loved all this different racing that he would go help people with. So, th- I always felt like growing up racing go karts and things like that. That I I I was lucky enough that I got successful in drag racing, and I was able to be asked to go do these other races. And, uh, and I, you know, I always tell my boss, Don Schumacher, I really truly, and I used to tell Don Perdome when he was my boss and, and that it really helped me in my funny car when I would go race a midget or a sprint car or whatever it might be, because the car control is car control, no matter what you're in. But when you smoke the tires and you have a pedal fest in a, in a NHRA car, and you're trying to hook up 11,000 horsepower, that experience you get in the seat of a midget or a sprint car or, or, or an off-road truck, whatever it might be, it's the same thing. You're driving by the seat of your pants. It's just more horsepower in a funny car, and it's less room to do it, but I feel like it's always helped me. And we'll be back with more with Ron Caps right after this short break. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you a 1099 contractor, business owner, or self-employed? Then you need to hear this important message. Through the Coronavirus Relief Act, you may be entitled to an advance of up to $10,000. But if you are like most hardworking Americans, you don't have time to spend hours waiting on hold and digging through government paperwork. The good news is, you don't have to. SBA Coach has already done all the heavy lifting for you. Text SBA to 55444 and our two-minute survey will tell you if you qualify. Then get you started on our simple and easy application. Funds are limited, so don't miss your chance. Text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com to get your free qualification survey. We are here to help you apply to the SBA, but we are not connected or endorsed by the federal government or SBA. 
Again, text SBA to 55444 or visit sbaquick.com and get in line for the funding you need. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, along with the NHRA legend Ron Caps. Now, Ron, we've been talking about iRacing. We're going to get back to that because we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but I want to switch gears here uh, a minute. I want to talk a little bit about uh, all this downtime. You know, a lot of these, uh, a lot of drivers, whether it be you know NASCAR, IndyCar, whatever. You know, a lot of them are, are you know, you don't want to say self-funded, but they come from wealthier families, things like that. I mean, you're you're a guy that's you know, very much, you know, you've had to work your tail off to get, you know, every, everything you've had and, and where you're at, you know, so sponsors have been a big part of that. I mean, you know, I, I look at what some of the others, other people are doing and they're getting really creative. I mean, how, how is iRacing and, and, you know, really helped you out? Because I mean, obviously, you know, I know Alex Rossi, your Napa teammate, he's, he's very active in iRacing right now. You are, but you know, how's this been for you? Because a lot of people are sitting there on their hands for, you know, four, six weeks and, uh, you know, sponsors are sitting there kind of twiddling their thumbs also. And you're out there active. I mean, you're doing stuff for Napa, you're racing, you're, you're, you're out in the public eye, you know, you're on TV, you're, you know, you're live streaming, things like that. I mean, how has this been as an outlet for you to help you, you know, get that return on investment for your sponsors, you know, while a lot of people aren't able to deliver that? Um, for me, it was just, you know, the flight home from Gainesville, when they canceled it right away, I was like, okay, what do I, what can I do to, to stay relevant with Napa and to keep them out, you know, uh, doing what we normally do? And I've always kind of approached my sponsors, you know, even when I went to work for Don Perdome, you know, we had Copenhagen and Skoll. It wasn't something I brought to that team. He hired me as a driver. And, and so every day I woke up, I tried to do the best I could to help uh, be the best off-track representative. And then you fast forward to Schumacher's, and we had Brute Cologne. Um, and that, that sort of changed things for me. Um, and then I'd, in three years there, and it went right into Napa Auto Parts. So since then, I've just – I wake up every morning wondering – you know, I feel like I'm a, kind of an extension of – Napa and, and like a delivery person or a salesperson so that as soon as I'm out of the race car I'm thinking how can I be the best salesperson to help sell my sponsor without being overly you know so I knew right away man I was gonna I could get on our racing when this happened and I could have trucks and cars and race cars all painted up with the Napa logos and with everybody streaming like they are uh, it was only a couple days before I heard from you, first of all, in the truck race, but right away I heard from some of the NASCAR guys that were putting races together with Dale Jr. and Harvick and things like that, that I knew that if I got a car painted up, Napa, then I was sort of doing my job the best I could considering the, the circumstances. So that evolved into the sprint cars with the World Outlaws, and I had a car painted up for that, and we ran that on Fox Sports 1, and it's just kind of snowballed. And... Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, every day I feel like I wake up trying to defend myself from uh, from somebody taking my sponsor. And if I do that, then I feel like at the end of the day, I've worked as hard as I could to uh, to be the best at what I do off the track. Well, you know, and, and speaking of that, you know, you're talking about all the different disciplines you're, you're racing in and things like that on iRacing. And I know there was, what, an iRock race last night. But I'm looking at it going, you know, this 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 really could be – and TV ratings are justifying it. I mean, people are tuned in. They're engaged to what's going on. I mean, at just our off-road race, Drew, it was only online and drew almost 180,000 viewers, you know. And I'm looking at things going, you know, this could be the modern-day IROC where you can get a guy like Ron Caps against Alex Rossi, against, uh, you know, whoever it is on the cup side and off-road drivers. And you can mix everybody, and you don't have the liability you would with real IROC cars going around, say, Daytona. But you can do it. You can package it. I mean, it, it still, you know, shows a skill set. Like, to me, the – this could be, I, I think, you and I who have been around iRacing before, um, you know, and I think moving forward after, I think, you know, it, it was kind of there in the outliers and people kind of knew it, but I, I feel like it's kind of pushed, been pushed to the forefront. And I think even after we resume real-world racing, I think there's, there's actually a, a place for it in motorsports now. Yeah, I do too. And last night was a great example. I, I uh, The two different races with different race car drivers, um, I watched the show. I didn't get to see it, obviously, when I was racing, but I went in and watched it on TV, and it was pretty neat to see all the paint schemes because in the race we couldn't really see them as good as we could, as the viewers could on Fox Sports 1. So it was pretty cool to watch how that evolved, but it's unbelievably realistic. I mean, you you know, you got the NASCAR Sunday race that had over a million viewers. Um, that Fox Sports 1, the first dirt race we did, it was 
for Fox Sports, it was up 50% from their previous, whatever they had scheduled the previous week on that Wednesday night. So it showed them that the fans want to see that. They want to see more motorsports. That was cool. That was a good pat on the back for everybody, because especially iRacing. But like you said, I mean, last night I'm in there racing with Scott Speed, with Bobby Labonte, um, I mean, guys from everywhere. And it was kind of cool to jump in a dirt car race, and all of a sudden you log out, you take a breath, you log in, and we're in Lime Rock, Connecticut racing GT e-cars, and I'm in a Ferrari <laughs> at Lime Rock, which is something I will never, ever get the chance to do in real life. But it's so realistic, I can tell somebody that I, f- I felt like I raced a Ferrari at Lime Rock against some of the best race car drivers in the world. So I think you're going to see more cool stuff. In fact, I know, uh, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but here next week yeah. on uh, Fox Sports 1, I, they're going to have another sort of an IROC, and it's going to be pretty cool. I know that one of them is going to be an off-road truck race, and uh, that's going to be fun. But they got a pretty good surprise coming out uh, for next Wednesday night. Yeah, I, I, I'm aware of the surprise, and I, I think everybody's going to be want to be tuned in for that. That's for sure, you know. And and just looking at things, I mean, it's uh, I don't know. It, it's got me excited for the future of iRacing. I know you've been involved for for a long time. I mean, how many? I got to ask you, how many calls have you in text messages and emails have you fielded from people in racing since this thing broke? Hey, Ron, how do I get involved? Oh, a lot. In fact, uh, I just got another one this morning from another race car driver that was wondering how he can, he's just getting into the game, getting a a simulator set up and a wheel and pedals. And, you know, some of these guys, you know, they've got the $30,000, $40,000 simulators. And then you got some of these guys winning races online with a wheel clamped to a desk with a computer monitor in front of them. So you don't need something expensive. That's the cool part. Um, I log on this morning to practice for a, a NASCAR truck event I'm doing, and there were 15,000 people on at one time, which is nuts, and that's all over the world. So, yeah, I, there's going to be so much more cool stuff coming out, I think, even beyond getting back to real racing. Uh, I think our off-seasons are going to be a lot funner now because I think they're, they, they've gone through this to where from November to February, when there's no real racing on TV for fans, I think this next year we're going to have some pretty cool stuff going on, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and I agree. I think the winter leagues, it's going to kick off. And, you know, and I think as, as drivers, we enjoy it, one. But, uh, two, it's really easy. You know, you, you don't have to go. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to get fancy enough. You don't have to drive. You don't have to get in an airplane. It's literally go out in your, your garage or your spare bedroom and sit in the sim for a couple hours. And, you know, and I think it, it's so accessible and it's so easy for drivers to do. And, it, and it's so realistic. I, I agree with you. I think this offseason, we're going to have more more live motorsports content than we've had in a long time over the holidays. Yep, yep, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one last question before we let you go, Ron, but uh, you've been, you you know, you've done a lot in real-world driving. You've done a lot in uh, the simulators, uh, you know, now. Uh, You know, now that you've driven all these different vehicles in the sim, is there anything out there in the real world that you're looking at going, man, it really would be fun to get behind the wheel of one of these? Oh, man. Yeah, I've been lucky, man. I got to do the Chili Bowl a couple times. Um, God, that was probably still stand as one of the coolest events to be a part of. Man, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, before before CORE went away, I, I had a test that was coming up I was going to get to go to, and I was looking forward to jumping in a, a pro truck and, and doing some off-road trucking there, and, and it just didn't happen. And then, uh, you know, I think that's probably the the most fun I have on iRacing right now is is the Pro 4 trucks. Um, in fact, I jumped on with a bunch of fans last night at, uh, at Wild Horse, and that, that's got to be the next thing if I ever get a chance to actually do it in real life. I can't even imagine flying through the air like I do in the iRacing uh, in real life and being able to throw that thing sideways because, it, it, you know, in your race, we had a blast, you know. Um, so I think that's probably my next my next venture if I get a chance. Yeah, I do, I do have to ask you, you have a Razor, UTV, anything like that in your garage or in SoCal? i got to think they're all around you. You know, it's funny. I grew up with them all around me. When I lived in San Luis Obispo up the coast, we had a lot of land that you didn't have to go far to get out and have some fun. But I live in San Diego County, and you just can't do that anymore. So, unfortunately, you got to you got to tow to Glamis or someplace, yeah. you know. Uh, so, no, I don't have one, unfortunately. But I just talked to my old boss, Don Perdome, and he's got a new truck being built. 
he was over at Ivan Stewart's yesterday, yeah. <laughs> and he is so into it. And I know that oh, you know he's uh, he's got razors and just out having a blast all the time. So he's always bugged me to come hang out with him. Yeah, he went down and did the Nora race last year. I think surprised a lot of people slated to do it again. And I guess he got bit by the bug hard. I mean, it was like a all in, you know. And he he immediately fell in love again with uh, you know with off road and motorsports. And I, I think it's it's all over now. He's just I want more. Yeah, he just sent me a picture of a truck. He's uh, it's almost done. Or, or I don't know if it's a truck, but he's going to run the Nora 1000 again coming up. And it's um, I, I don't know if he's doing it with Jagger Jones again. But I know they had a blast last time. So yeah, I, I, I enjoy watching Snake smile and have a good time because he's he's earned it. Well, I know uh, Antron and Steve and I, we've been talking, and I know they want to get out and get in some razors and have just a camping weekend out at, like, Glamis or something this winter after uh, everything wraps up. And, uh, I don't know, we'll have to keep you in the loop. It'd be fun to get everybody out there in a bunch of UTVs and just have a, have a good time in the dunes. Uh, I'd love to. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So. All right, Ron. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, buddy. I, I know we will be tuned in to watch you uh, in iRacing. Seems like you got something going just about every single night of the week right now, which is uh, definitely a good thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's uh, it's fun right now. And the coolest part is the fans are engaged. You know, they can go to our YouTube channel, uh, Napa's, and they can actually write in my cockpit while these races are going on. So it's pretty fun for them. Well, I appreciate everything, Ron, and we will be back after this on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Life is all about sound. The sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. 
Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I would like to welcome a very special guest this week, winner of the Jim Beaver Esports E-Short Coast World Cup, presented by Gentle Tire, also a member of Jim Beaver Esports, Cam Peterson. Uh, Cam, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, Jim. So, uh, I, first off, we got to talk about this one. I guess you know. I guess you just won the biggest uh, East Short Course race that's ever been put on. But you, you, not only did you win it, and everybody knew you're fast, dude. You you literally went and you, you qualified on the pole for four rounds, and then you swept the field in four. I don't think there was a lap you didn't lead in this thing. Like, dude, I mean, you want to talk about putting on a clinic? This is like as clinical as it gets, man. Like, and I know it wasn't easy. I watched and I called the race, dude. Yeah, uh, pretty lucky to get that uh, those four pole positions. Uh, once I got the fourth pole, I, I was really thinking that I was going to get that clean sweep. But uh, you know, going into the event, um, my uh, my goals were to just get four podium finishes, not clean sweep the whole thing. But uh, no, it was an awesome night. Uh, really, really uh, kind of underestimated underestimated myself, I guess. Um, in terms of my performance, but, uh, yeah, glad to put on a, a good show and, uh, I'm happy I did well. Well, and the thing that I find interesting about this race, you know, is we, we purposely, and it was almost like the Cam Peterson rule. We, you've got all these world record setups, you know, so we went and made everybody run the exact same setup. So you didn't have a distinct advantage, you know, you've been, you've put in the work behind the scenes and we'll talk about that in a minute, you know, and so you've got the hot rod setups, but, you literally were running the same thing everybody else was. And I think that's what makes this even to me, like even more impressive was that you didn't have any advantage. It wasn't like you had better equipment than anybody. You were literally running the same stuff. Yeah. The beautiful thing about those pro trucks is that, uh, even though you have a, some would say a slow setup, you can find a trade-offs for each corner where, uh, you can find speed where like, let's say my, my fast setup might not actually be very quick and you can, you can kind of weed out the slow parts and find all the fast ones and uh, you find speed and put the lap together and hopefully you come out on top. Yeah. Well, and I got to ask, I know you haven't, it's not like you've been eye racing for five or six years. Like you're pretty new to the service, right? 2018 was the first time you, you logged on to eye racing, correct? Uh, 2017, but I only did oval in 2017 and then uh, started to get more heavily into it. And then uh, started doing the pro trucks in October of yeah. last year. Well, and that's what I think is impressive, dude, because, I mean, you've got all these world records, things like that. But, uh, you know, what was the – and I, I got to ask because, you know, you're a guy from Canada. You know, obviously, uh, you know, I think there's there's a little bit of off-road racing up there, I know, in certain areas. But, uh, you know, by and large, it's not like you're exposed to uh, a lot of this stuff on a daily basis unless you're tuning in on the Internet and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's not like you grew up in off-road. Like, what was the draw for short course for you? Uh, just kind of like the the wow factor of it. Um, it's kind of like late models with the third dimension of going up and down off the jumps. Uh, I grew up on circle track on the dirt. My my father he's a five time track championship uh, track champion at a local uh, local track there, dirt track, and kind of followed in his footsteps in uh, circle track as well. And kind of that that uh, rugged throw it around and uh, get to the corners and just kind of a little nudge here and there kind of racing is. Uh, what I kind of thrive on and I really enjoyed it and kind of stuck with it and, uh, found out I was, I was pretty decent at it. So I kept with it and, uh, was able to impress some people, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. And now you're standing here and I know you just had a race. What was the last night I believe. And, uh, you know, there's some league racing you're in, you've won this one. Like, I, I mean, I think it's safe to say, how, how are you feeling like sitting there going, uh, I've got world records, I've got a cup win, you know, I've got all these other wins with, you know, in league races and stuff like you, I don't, I don't think anybody's going to argue the fact you're the best, you know, sim racing short course driver in the world right now. How does that make you feel, man? Cause like you, you literally are number one in the world. Yeah. It really makes me feel like all my, uh, late nights and countless hours of practice have finally paid off. But, uh, no, I'm kind of just more so waiting for the fresh competition to come in. Um, there's definitely going to be some new talent coming in now that uh, iRacing has gone quite viral. And uh, especially, I mean, 180,000 views on uh, on your live stream there. I, it's going to get some attention. And uh, guys like Mitchell DeYoung that uh, just don't play iRacing, though, I mean, you're going to get guys that are going to be on the service and uh, they're going to be quick. They're going to be some talented people coming coming along quite shortly. 
and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the to the good racing. I'm looking forward to learning new things, and uh, yeah, hoping people give uh, the Pro Four trucks a shot and uh, the Pro Two trucks as well. Yeah, well, and, and that's it. Like I, I know in real world, you know, Pro Twos and Pro Fours they go hand in hand, and I feel like. In iRacing, that's one thing we try to do with this cup thing. Like, I think everybody likes the Pro 4s one. They're a little bit easier to drive. Um, you know, so I think everybody really prefers the Pro 4s. And I thought with this event, I'm like, you know, we, we really need to show who's the best of the best. We need to include the Pro 2s, you know, because in real off-road, they actually, you know, a lot of times they're the main show. You know, it's like they get a bigger entry field than the Pro 4s because of expenses and things like that, you know. And, and you know, I, I, what what is your feelings on that with iRacing, with the Pro 2s and Pro 4s? Because in the real world, they go hand in hand. But I feel like in iRacing, everybody's kind of skewed more towards the Pro 4s. I mean, do you like switching it up and racing both? Or, I mean, would you prefer just to be in the Pro 4 all the time? Oh, I enjoy switching it up. Um, the Pro 2, I found to be quite a struggle, mostly because I spent so much time with the Pro 4 be, uh, beforehand. But uh, it's definitely two different types of driving style. Um your right foot is still kind of doing the same thing in terms of throttle input because um, the Pro 4, you don't want to slide, but you have four-wheel drive, so you can give it more throttle. But uh, the Pro 2s, you, you do have to turn those things a little sideways to get uh, a good lap in. So, but uh, at the same time, you don't want to spin the truck right around, so you got to keep out of the throttle a little bit. But, uh, I mean, different animals in the corner, but uh, still fun, really fun to drive. So. So uh, before we let you go, I mean, uh, got to got to put you on the spot here. Like you, you've raced against some of the best sim racers on the service, you know, in some of the league races and things like that. But how, how was it sharing a track with guys like Travis Pastrana and Indy 500 champion Alex Rossi? You got Greg Biffle, who's a NASCAR champion. I mean, that, that had to have been a pretty rad experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I kind of like ramped up towards it because I got the heads up of who was going to be in there, so I could kind of. Uh, kind of put myself into the mindset of who I was racing with before the race, uh, you know, a couple of weeks beforehand, which was uh, helpful for me. I think it kind of took the pressure off a little bit, but uh, still though, um, to be able to race with names like that, that's uh, something I never expected would have happened um, real life or in eye racing. I mean, those names that were in there, uh, it's almost kind of leaves me speechless in a way that I got to race against those guys. It was definitely a privilege and uh, hopefully we can make it happen again. Yeah. Well, and, and that being said, I mean, what's next do you think for, you know, and obviously we know what's next. I know we're, we're going to put on a couple of events, you know, for short course. And I know I, I've been really pushing, you know, I racing behind the scenes at some point. I know they got to get some new tracks, but to do a, a proper world championship like they have for rally cross and, you know, in late model sprint cars, NASCAR and everything else. But, you know, for you, I mean, obviously, you know, that's obviously ideal if they ever do create a world championship, you know, but, you know, that being said, everything else, I mean, I know we've talked about, you know, possibly trying some, some rally cross. I mean, is there anything else that's really blipping your radar on the service right now? Or are you pretty dedicated to short course? Uh, well, I'm going to stick with short course, regardless of what I uh, branch off into. Um, wanted to see, uh, if some new names come along that can, uh, really uh push my limits and uh i look forward to that but uh on the outside world of pro fours and pro twos i'm looking at the rally cross like you said um because it is four-wheel drive on the dirt and asphalt so uh, i'm gonna see if i can learn some new things there um and then besides that i don't really know yet um i'm still an oval guy at uh at heart so um i'm likely gonna stick with something there um I'm, I'm a fan of all types of racing though. And I love learning new things. So something like uh GTE, GT3 cars, uh, I have kind of a soft spot for those kind of things because nice. I enjoy driving them, and, uh, challenging and, uh, lost to learn from. So yeah. look, I, uh, can't really decide on anything right now. Um, everything's, uh, kind of open right now for me, but, um, I'm definitely going to be, uh, getting into something new, I think. Yeah, well, I can say my my phone is blown up via email and text, and everybody's like, "I've got all these friends," and they're like, "Can you send me cam setup? Can you send me cam setup?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> it's not there." So, you know, <laughs> if push comes to shove, I think you could always get a job selling your setups to people. I think they probably line up to buy them, man. Yeah, I hear you. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, I've given my setup to my teammates and stuff, and they yeah. say, like, how do you drive this thing? You know, it's, it's way too hard to drive. I said, well, it's it's tailored to a specific driving style, so yeah. it may not work for you. And that's the thing about Pro 4 trucks is, is just it's, it's the way you drive it. It's not going to do all the work for you. 
So um, you need to kind of tailor that to uh, your driving style and match it with your setup. I never even really thought about that. Yeah, you're right. And I know Pro 4 is in the real life, and I don't really know how they work on, on sim racing. I mean, I've been been in there, but I, I, I don't drive them at a high level. I just haven't, you know, I even own a sim rig myself. Um, but it, it's one of those where in a real world, all-wheel drive trucks, you know, you, you've got to drive them 100%. You've got to be overly aggressive with them, you know what I mean? And I think there's not really a finesse. It's it's You really just have to strong-arm them, you know what I mean? And, and that's when they really start working right. And I, I, you know, is it any, any similarities to that in, uh, you know, in sim racing? Uh, the pro two is more so, um, like I said, you can throw those things sideways instead of a good lap in, uh, the pro four is not so much, uh, I racing tire model isn't quite uh, on, oh, well, where it should be compared to real life. I still think they've done an amazing job with the truck. Don't get me wrong, but, um, it's not like they're throwing it sideways into the corners like they do in real life and backing it in to each corner to get that uh a real good lap time in like they do in real life and uh i hope they do uh work on that a little bit and uh see what they can come up with but until then um you're just kind of coasting not coasting but just just kind of making a stick around the corner kind of like a go-kart and uh yeah i mean until then um I look forward to maybe any updates they can have to make it uh, more like the real thing. And maybe that will entice uh, real world drivers to come along and try it out. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the thing, you know, I, I feel like short course has kind of been on the service and they really haven't done a whole lot with it because they didn't have to. And yeah. I, I feel like, you know, with, with the things you guys are doing, you know, you and your teammates, uh, you know, and then, you know, an event like this that brings in that many people, I think iRacing's looking at it going, man, that, that brought in more viewers than, uh, uh, some of our rally cross races and some of our circle track races did, you know, and I, I think my hope is, is I racing saw those numbers. They're like, Oh man, we need to double down. We need to invest in this. We've, we've got a couple of tracks scan. We need to get them on the service. You know, we, we need to spend a little more, more, more time with, uh, with what we've got going, you know, with, with the short course trucks, just because I, I think they don't realize, you know, what they had there as far as, you know what I mean? Is interest in it, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I think it's really enticing to like, uh, the younger people, cause it's such like an exciting type of, yeah. of driving and experience within the uh, iRacing realm of things. You know, there's no, there's no other platform that has that type of vehicle. I, I don't think anyways, and it's that even being close to that accurate. So yeah, I think there's definitely uh, a really, really good platform to work off of and I hope they, uh, it continues to grow. Yeah, I agree. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, Cam, man. Uh, thanks for calling into the show. Uh, we will definitely be chatting with you on the Discord app, buddy. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, congrats on uh, taking home uh, a grand and a brand new set of General Tires, man. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And we'll be back after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Yes, that means hour number one is just about in the books. Thanks to Ron Caps for calling in, Cam Peterson for calling in. Thanks to all you for tuning in. If you're tuning in on Sirius XM Channel 211, Dan Patrick Radio. Thank you, guys. We are going to be signing off on SiriusXM. If you're on Sports Byline or uh, on the podcast, yeah, you know what? You're going to get hour number two. So uh, if you haven't already, go over to Apple Podcasts so you don't miss anything and hit the subscribe button to this show. And uh, you know what? Like I said in the preview, I'm going to plug it again. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Hit up All Things Awesome with myself and my co-host, Jonathan Coyle. New show we just dropped today on Apple Podcasts. It's already, uh, I think, up to like 500 downloads or something like that. So, uh, yeah, we're we're cranking over there, but uh, it is the best of 80s in season number one. Best and worst of music, pop culture, video games, movies, cartoons, toys, clothing, you name it. But it's all about the 80s in season one. All four episodes are there for download on Apple Podcasts. All things awesome. Jim Beaver and Jonathan Coyle. Hit it up. Check it out. Subscribe and uh, leave a rating, please. And, uh, yeah, so hour number two, it's going to be a best of. We've got my good friend Ryan Arciero talking about his Baja win, and we got one of the greatest of all time, Showtime Jeremy McGrath. Yes, he is on in hour number two as well. And, uh, you know, we got we got so much to talk about. Craziness going on in uh, the world of sim racing. Yeah, that's what we're talking about right now. Uh, you know, Rallycross got their, you know, invitational NASCAR, IndyCar. Seems like – there's a whole hell of a lot of uh, iRacing going on because we don't have any real racing to talk about. But uh, Supercross sounds like they may, uh, you know, pull uh, uh, pull into Phoenix and run uh, a handful of episodes there. So rumors coming out about that. I don't know. Maybe we'll dive into those rumors around Supercross in hour number two. Um, there's a lot of rumors. NASCAR talking about coming back. I don't know. There's a chance I may be at Charlotte Motor Speedway the end of May. We'll, we'll have to see. But uh, uh, General Tire, they haven't pulled the plug on their ARCA race there at, uh, uh, at Charlotte Motor Speedway either. So. I don't know. Lots of stuff going on. Yeah, I got a brand new King of the Hammers car done that I haven't picked up from uh, IMG there in Lake Elsinore either. So uh, I, I don't know. Everybody's waiting, willing, and ready for motorsports to uh, to come back. But you know what? It hasn't, and it's not going to at least for a month, which means iRacing is where it's at. And if you want to uh, you want a discount on iRacing, I'm sure all of you do, use PR-JimBeaver, PR-JimBeaver, that coupon code. It's going to get you a 50% off at uh, iRacing. Yeah, 50% off PR-Jim Beaver if you use that coupon code at iRacing.com. If you want to go virtual racing with the pros, celebrities, and uh, I don't know, just about everybody in the United States that loves racing at this point, um, yeah, PR-Jim Beaver, that'll get you 50% off over there at iRacing. So, uh, yeah, iRacing, that's where it's at. Rallycross is actually uh, on right now as we're recording this. So uh, I'm going to, I don't know, I think during the commercial break, I'm going to tune in and see where my Jim B. Esports drivers are at in uh, the Rallycross Invitational. But uh, yeah, anyways, we are going to uh, take a short commercial break. Hour number two, it is going to be on tap and it's going to be Ryan Arciero and it is going to be Showtime Jeremy McGrath on in hour number two. When we turn here to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Freaks of Speed and Motorheads. It's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks. Be sure to catch Crash Gladys, Statman, and yours truly every Sunday night, 7 to 9 Pacific, 10 to midnight Eastern. That's right, Speed Freaks on the Sports Byline Radio Network. 